Okay, you guys, we just can't stop talking about this because it's one of the most amazing things we've ever done. RevWell TV, our online library of hundreds, hundreds of faith-based workouts, and many of them with me. They are all fitness ability levels is now free and available for you, for anyone, anyone, anywhere, anytime around the world. If you have not signed up for your absolutely free RevWell TV access yet, swipe up on the show notes and click the link and get started. If you have signed up, can you share this good news with a friend? You have nothing to lose and everything to give away to them. We are giving this away. So who do you know who needs some hope-filled freedom, freedom-filled training for their whole selves? Who doesn't? Who doesn't need this? I mean, it's worth a try, right? It's like the come taste and see. I'm telling you, this is something that we can talk about till we're blue in the face, but until people actually do it and try it and taste and see how good God can show up and meet them in their movement, they won't know until you share. So we sure hope you will because it is our vision to use fitness as the tool to spread the love of Jesus to the ends of the earth. So we love hearing this review from our Instagram friend, Natasha Tasha. Wait, Nation Tasha. Thank you, Elisa. Put your reading glasses on. And um, this is all the way from Russia. Russia. And she says this, I love the format of the workouts with Revelation Wellness. Precise instruction. Everything from foundations plus the word of God in the instructors. I've even started thinking of taking instructor training with them. Oh, goodness. Nashan, Natasha, we would be so delighted to have you in our next round of instructor training. But before that, y'all, keep moving. Keep doing these revving the words. Uh, keep using Rebel TV free or start today. So swipe up and get going. All right, it's time. Let's press into another revving the word where we are going into 1 Corinthians chapter 9 today. You guys, we are growing. Our brains are growing in a whole book of the Bible. I'm so proud of us. Keep going. Share all your stuff. Tag us. Teach somebody something you learned today because it's not knowledge until you share it. Wisdom is applied knowledge. Share it, share it, share it. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, so today we're just gonna move. I don't have any moments where I I, I know will be um, interval effort. So if you feel the desire to do that because it's coming from the Holy Spirit in you, then please do that. But it is not a have to. Everyone shake off your have tos. Shake them off right now. Take a deep breath, inhale. Exhale with an audible. Just do a few of those. You feel the breath move through your cheeks. Fill your belly. Maybe shake your hands a bit. Just notice tension. Pay attention to tension. It's not the enemy. It's actually that tension that creates foundation. You can build on tension. So God, thank you for your word that we're about to jump into with enthusiasm. We are expecting to hear from you, God. 
because you tell us your word does not return void. It doesn't just take up space and time. It is the very thing that created space and time. Let's take a moment just to reflect on the fact that the creator of the universe, God, Yahweh, wants to know you. And he wants you to know him. Just reflect on that for a second. Man, if that doesn't bring a smile to your face, hang out with us more. I promise you. It's okay. You don't have to feel faith. It'll come. Have faith. And joy will come. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. It'll come. Renew your mind. And a lot of it has to do with getting a bigger perspective. So thinking about the God of everything <laughs> knows you by name that every day of your life is written in his books, that he knows exactly how many hairs are on your head right now, and he just saw that one fall out. <laughs> He's counted every tear you've ever cried, knows the motive of our heart, and he is not here to shame us or condemn us. He did not come to condemn the world, but he so loved us and he is loving the hell out of us. So God, do that today. Have your way. Everyone say those three words. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we have been, we've been studying the Bible really proud of us like not boastfully proud but like strength look at us getting stronger we have been in first Corinthians and today we're gonna jump into chapter 9 last week Paul talking about this thing called eating meat <laughs> in the temple. He really goes after some of these rules and roles that are getting erected in the early church. People taking the, there's new faith in God, but kind of mixing it with this and that, getting all topsy-turvy, a lot of division in the church, a lot of confusion in the church. The pagans, even the pagans, the unbelievers are going, going on with that hot mess come on and so Paul goes low in this gospel he just shows us over and over again that I consider others better than myself I consider all this my life just rubbish compared to knowing Christ he keeps coming back to just preach the gospel may my life preach the gospel I'm not here to build a platform. Paul's not here to be the, at the most uh, prominent seat at the table. In fact, Paul kind of goes, I don't care about any of that. I, I don't want any of it. 
So his last verse, chapter 8, basically saying, if whatever I do makes my brother stumble, my weaker brother, then I will never do that. I'll, I'll forfeit not only that activity, but anything around it. His humility to consider others better than himself. And that already will start to attack our pride, guys. Our pride. The Bible, when you read God's word, it must inspect you. You cannot be foolish enough to think you know yourself. You don't know yourself. I don't know myself. So here we are. Being known. All right, let's jump into 1 Corinthians 9. Paul writing this letter to the church in Corinth, trying to clean up the mess. It's titled, Paul Surrenders His Rights. Here we go. Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are not you my workmanship in the Lord? If to others I'm not an apostle, at least I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. I'm going to jump down all the way to verse 23. And then I'll come back and give you context. Actually, I'll go verse 19. For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews, I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I become as one under the law. Though myself not being under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means, I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel that I may share with them in its blessings. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Everyone say that. This is our verse today. Say it with me. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessing. I do it all, everything. What's all mean to you? See yourself in the various roles you play. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessing. Who's them? He just told you, all of them, those Gentiles, Jews, the weak in Christ, all of them, that I may share with them in its blessing. Paul is so <laughs> about others over self. Do you see that? Others 
over self. He refuses to be cut off from the body of Christ. He's a bodybuilder. And a bodybuilder needs a firm foundation, a sturdy foundation to build on. And he knows it's all Christ. You've seen anything good in me? It's Christ. <laughs> you hear a good sermon? It's Christ. It's all Christ. And it's for his sake. The gospel. Friends, I know you know this, you may or may not, but Revwell TV being free now to all of you. If you haven't signed up, go get yourself signed up. If you think you don't need it, just check it out. More ways for you to be healthy and whole and not skinny, ripped, and lean, but training you to be a bodybuilder that when you feel cut off from Christ, yourself or another, because that is the ploy of the enemy. That's what's happening in Corinth. All the division. Paul's like, this cannot be. What are we doing? Unity and diversity. Grace. Love bears all things, believes all things, endures all things, hopes all things. We're going to get there in this chapter. He's building up, you know that, that, that verse we hear at most weddings about love is patient, love is kind. He's, this is his prelude, he's getting there. And in this chapter nine, Paul is going, I surrender all my rights. And Paul is becoming all things to all people, not in a conformist, or chameleon kind of way, but as a revivalist, a transforming kind of way. Paul knows who he is, so he can become what's needed. Come on, know who you are. Do not hold so tightly to the trappings of this world this is why Paul will say, children, or actually John, keep yourself from idols. Keep yourself from those. And here's how you know you have an idol. Honestly, what are you stressed about? What are you worried about? Pay attention to the places you feel. Division. There's stress there. There's a lie. Know who you are and you will become what's needed. You will bring provision. You are never without resource. He also knows who provides for him. <laughs> he knows who he is and he knows who provides for him. So he forfeits his right to be paid for his work. Even though it's totally acceptable. Yeah, Paul says back in verse 8, or verse 9, For it is written in the law of Moses, You shall not muzzle an ox when it treads out the grain. Is it for the oxen that God is concerned? Does he not certainly speak for our sake? It is written for our sake because the plowman should plow in hope, and the thresher thresh in hope. 
sharing in the crop? If we've sown spiritual things among you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? If others share this rightful claim on you, do not we even more? Paul's saying, I have the right to glean from your giving. Be honest, this is how we feel. It's so timely that this week, honestly, as I'm recording this for you, this is the week we released Revwell TV. We tore down the wall. We said, everyone, no more hindrance. Come, hear about a man who will tell you everything you've ever done while you move your body and loosen, twist, <laughs> and loosen the tight places. Come on, breathe. So do I have the right to charge you? Yeah. But here's what I know to be true. First of all, Revwell TV began at a time when I'm like, I just need some monthly something, something I know the bills will get paid monthly. I can rely on that. I need some partners. Okay, so I'm gonna start creating these videos. And for who will ever sew, become a partner I'll give them this gift we'll make an exchange $10 a month thank you to all of you who you have given $10 you have sown spiritual things and material things into this ministry but now here's the cool thing it starts to grow and multiply and it gets to a point I don't need to keep that anymore we can freely release that. Did you know this year I'm 50 years old? Yeah, just turned it. Three days before Revwell TV went free. Three days before. And I entered into the 50th year, the year of Jubilee. And everything about year of Jubilee is return everything. Go free. Slaves, go free. <laughs> Land, give it back. Oh man, this will keep you humble. But it's also a jubilee. This is why Paul is not saying this from false humility. He means it. He says, nevertheless, we have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. <laughs> His own rights. He goes, if that's going to get in the way, get it out of here. Come on. Yeah, he has the right to get a living by the gospel. But he's made no use of any of these rights. He says, I would rather die than anyone deprive me of my ground for boasting. For if I preach the gospel, that gives me no ground for boasting. For necessity is laid upon me. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. Come on, everyone. God is getting after you. Woe. Woe now. Whatever you have lifted up higher than him, your money, your status, 
your waistline, your friendships, whatever it is, whoa, let it go. Preach the gospel. Come on. God, help us to understand this type of lifestyle where everyone goes free, everything gets returned, where our expectations are not poisonous venom, that we have solely rested our expectations on you, that you, you know who we are, you've called us, you've given us a purpose, and you provide. What can this life add to us? Holy Spirit, preach your gospel to us right now. Preach to us. Tell us. What do we need to know? this in a commentary because we're just like man why is Paul so radical how does he do this now first we must remember he lived in a time of minimalism we live in a time of an excess of resources and blessings life was a lot harder back then <laughs> survival crops seasons, complete dependency upon a God who might bring some rain so they could have crops and be fed. Now we have so many interventions. So Paul could say, whatever it is, it's worthless. See, that's harder for us to say now because we have so much. Come on, can I get an amen? We have so much, so many little gods vying for our attention. And so Paul is so radical that he could say, I forfeit my right. I want no grounds for boasting. I just want to preach the gospel. And some commentary said, Potentially, maybe Paul is so like of the super apostle he is because he had tried to wipe out the church. Maybe deep down, he may have felt no personal right to profit from the church because he was there killing Christians. As he said, I was the worst of the sinners. So he feels a right or he feels he ought to give himself to the bone for the cause of Christ. You guys, this is why. Consider yourself blessed when things get stripped away. Because God's getting it down to the bone. 
All right. Paul getting after it. Just coming back today. All I'm here today once again to say, woe to us. Woe to us who are holding up our rights. Come on. It's an idol. Lay it down. Consider it all rubbish. Trust that God will provide. That on this mountain, God will provide. For though I am free from all, I've made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. Now here's the cool thing. Paul, Paul's got an edge. As, as soft as he seems, as kind of going, here, I surrender this, I surrender this, I'll give you this, I'm going to lay that down, I'll lay that. He said, I'll, I'll go even further. You ask for my coat, I'll give you my undergarments. That's Paul. <laughs> but here's the truth. He's an athlete. He is playing, he is, he's got a strategy. He does it all for the sake of the gospel that he may share with them in its blessings. Verse 24. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath. But we and imperishable so I do not run aimlessly I do not box as one beating the air but I discipline my body keep it under control lest after preaching to others I myself should be qualified he's saying you can have all that the one thing I will do is preach the gospel if this is a hindrance to somebody hearing or receiving the gospel take it I won't use it I don't need it <laughs> I'll just keep preaching the gospel all these things are ancillary our health what we eat how we worship do I raise my hand they don't raise their hands do I say this prayer they don't say that prayer that's the division the unifying connecting point is the gospel the God that's what the word gospel was God's spell a spoken word or a form of words that have power a state of enchantment a strong compelling influence or attraction the gospel is attractive you know what's attractive to the weary and the tired the hurting and the sick I'm here for it are you here for that this is why you cannot expect to drink your Jesus juice put on a gospel band-aid and get out there and conquer the world we're not here for it listen nothing wrong with wealth make some wealth make some money but just know with money will come many troubles and it's okay, 
but you will have to whom much is given, much is required. And like Paul, use it as part of your strategy, like an athlete. Come on. Do it all for the sake of the gospel. Do your job at work for the sake of the gospel. Do your parenting with your children for the sake of the gospel. <laughs> Do your speaking, talking, choosing, acknowledging for the sake of the gospel. This is the single-mindedness of Paul. Is this spreading the gospel? I told you this, this happened inside of COVID. Some of the church got really weird. They got distracted into conspiracy theories. They got focused on the problem more than the promise keeper. Athletes, stay focused on the promise keeper. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will stand. Paul can just let everything fall off of him. It's not even worth making a big deal about. Whatever we raise up higher than knowing God and making him known, and it is his joy. Joy is in a constant state of happiness. It is certainty that when Christ said, it is finished that we are on the finished side <laughs> we're on the finished side we're on the other side of the finish line Christ took the final leg and finished it and now you are to run to receive the prize of an imperishable wreath do that your imperishable wreath, I promise you, it's connected to how do you proclaim good tidings? When do you proclaim good tidings? Every time you choose, you know, I'm feeling pretty bad. Don't ignore your feelings. Don't be rude to your feelings. Just don't elevate them above the God who gave them to you. Proclaim good tidings. Preach to your soul. Preach good tidings. And on comes the imperishable wreath. Run to obtain it. Let all the earth rejoice. All the earth rejoice. Darkness tries to hide and trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice. 
does it all for the sake of the gospel. Ask yourself, when you're stuck in a moment, when you're frozen, when you're afraid, when you're apathetic, when you feel like you got nothing, ask yourself, where's the gospel in this? Where's the gospel in this? The minute you do that, you are no longer one like beating the air, but you are one that's disciplining your body. I'm pounding my chest there to go, wait a minute, come on, come back to life. You know, if someone is flatlining, they pound their chest. What are we doing? Discipline your body, your flesh, your wandering ways, your wanton thinking. Keep it under control, because this is what Paul's doing. Paul is personifying and exemplifying Christ. Christ had every right to send down fire, every right to jump off the cross, every right to blame others for the penalty on him. But he disciplined his body and kept it under control. Come on. Scripture says that those without self-control is like a city without a wall. You will be ruined. I see that. A city without a wall, any enemy can come on in, take whatever he wants, set up camp, make a mess, and there you are having a sleepover night after night with an enemy because you got no walls. You know what directs the walls? You know, you want to bring some walls up, get some space to be restored, heal, <laughs> salvation. Walls of salvation. This is the gospel. You've been saved from that old life. You've been saved from the idolatry of worshiping created things rather than creator God. You've been saved. The light has been turned on. So you do it all now for the sake of the gospel. Y'all, I'm going to go quiet. And I pray that a strong, compelling influence and attraction of God, a God spell, washes over you right now. Do it all for the sake of the gospel. You've heard me tell you, this is what you're going to do. Worship God. And you're not going to feel ripped off for eternity. You will tell him how marvelous, how wonderful, how beautiful he is. And in return, you'll, it just comes back to you. You tell him how marvelous, how wonderful, how beautiful he is. And it all comes right back to you, reflecting the glory of God.
Do your eating for the sake of the gospel. Do your drinking for the sake of the gospel. Do your shopping for the sake of the gospel. Do your relationships for the sake of the gospel. That's why it means roll over and die. Sometimes, more times than not, do you want to be right or do you want relationship? Paul knows his old life was being right. Right creates some type of false safety. It's the idol that we first worshiped in the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. I am right. Do you know if we can say, whenever we say, I am right, you're saying, I am God and there is no other. <laughs> I don't know if I'm right. I see in part. But you know what makes me right? Christ. A strong and compelling influence and attraction I have towards him. Paul is getting us to 1 Corinthians 13, this whole love thing, love thing, love. Not the love we're hearing today, the hallmark love, a pithy love. It's just, it's very weak, flippant. We need a love that we can throw everything off ourselves and say, for the sake of the gospel. I will not run aimlessly. I will not beat the air trying to drum my rights. Come on. Proclaim the gospel. Y'all, I'm gonna say something. I cannot wait for masks to come off. I don't know about you, but I cannot wait because there is power in your face. There's power. When you smile, soften, when you see someone, right now our eyes can see them, and that's good. But your face opening up, open faces, open doors. It brings good tidings. Always proclaim good tidings. And it doesn't mean, listen, I challenge you all. Of course I challenge you because the word Jesus is so offensive or it's, it's, it's thought of being uncouth. It's not trending. Jesus is not a trending name in a world where they think they have all the rights and freedom to do whatever they want. But I encourage you, try it. Speak the name Jesus. At the bare minimum, get yourself a shirt with the name Jesus on it. Wear it, it'll scare the crap out of you. It'll scare the hell out of you, it needs to. Because either we are who we say we are, or we're just gongs clanging. Because when we speak the gospel, when we preach it with our face, with our attention, with our kindness, with words that flow out of our mouth like living water that says it's going to be all right. You're gonna make it. God is for you. God is for you. Jesus loves you. 
He so loved you and loves you now that when we speak that, people's aches are soothed and they will come to him with themselves. Woe to us if we don't preach this gospel. God, remove all the obstacles. Get the obstacles out of the way. For though we are free, free from all, may we make ourselves a servant to all that we might win more of them, more of some. And here's what I love. Winning matters to athletes. That's all Paul wants. He's like, I don't care about the size of my bank account. I don't care about the size of my jeans. I want to do this all for the sake of the gospel that I might win some and share in its blessing because winning matters to athletes. This is what we're here for. Win them over and start with you. Be won over. Lay down your right. Lay it down. This is the sound. This is the sound of Jubilee. This echoes back to 1 Corinthians 7 when Paul lays down his rights to marriage. Saying, hey, just come as you're called. Surrender all your rights. Let your fair balloon go. Surrender it all for the sake of good tidings. And good will come to you. And you will be a blessing to all. I promise you, this is my story. This is my song. Man, you were made for this moment. You were made. This is the moment for the church. But we have got to get this right. Surrendering everything the world has told you to fight for. Everything commercialized, Western modern living has told you that life is about. Woe to us. And woe if we don't preach the gospel. Come on. And again, here's what I know to be true. Here's my story. I lost it all, friends. I lost, almost lost my marriage. I lost friendships. I lost professional clout. I had people making fun of me, rolling their eyes, placating, trying to pretend like what I was doing mattered. I mean, I went through the valley to be here today with you. Thank God, I don't know, whatever he did, he gave me a grace, he made me strong to say, keep going, keep going, keep going. It's probably literally the fitness aspect. I don't know what quitting is, you just keep going. Put one step in front of the other, keep going, keep going. Preach the gospel, preach the gospel. Don't give in to the voices of dissent. Keep going, keep going. And I will tell you now, almost 20 years of following this golden thread with the Lord to where we are today and only blessings keep falling blessings fall from heaven and they show up in my train and I'm like I can't even get away from it goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life and I don't care I consider it all rubbish 
but it is a part of the strategy of how do I use this now? How do I use this to increase territory and land and impact? How do I steward this, God? Woe to me if I don't use this to preach the gospel. Hence, RevWell TV going free. And I think it's just the beginning. Who knows what else will happen? So God, thank you. Thank you how you are creating a whole new newness of life inside of us where we are like athletes who want to win and win the prize of an imperishable wreath that we are not holding on to the things and the trappings of this world and they do not hold us that they are in our train and we are here to steward them to the people who don't have them multiply it god do health and healing and wholeness in our families in our bodies in our minds have your way holy 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 are you we love you and i thank you for this message thank you for our partners thank you for people that are in the wake of your train where gifts are you're worthy in jesus name amen But I'm getting ahead of myself, I ain't scared when we're not Cause I'm scared you with somebody else, so I guess that it's gone And I just keep lying to myself, oh, I can't believe it I'll miss you